at my feed. What do you see? The Pope of Positivity. Hello, neighborhood. How in the world are you? It is I, DC Matthews, back with another pod blast. This is a Pontificast pod blast, but it's actually a by-the-book Pontificast pod blast. I have too many names. Speaking of names... Uh, you'll notice I didn't do my trademark. It's DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI, and that's because that's not where you can find me anymore. Uh, thanks to a suggestion from my best friend that I'm not currently married to, Doc Manson at Doc Manson, if you want to get a hold of the Pope of Positivity, you can contact at the DC Matthews. Uh, why the change? Felt like it. Felt like something different. We're going on like I think three and a half years that I've been on the Twitter, um, had the same name for much of that time, thought it might be time uh, for a change. I'm irritated at Don Matthews, who ha has stolen just at DC Matthews. Um, but yeah, at the DC Matthews is where you can find me now if you are looking for me on the Twitter. Uh, let's see, where are we? I'm eating a delightful peppermint patty. It's from a local uh, chocolate shop. Um... Here's a tip. If you want to eat a peppermint patty like a professional, freeze them. Pop them in the freezer. They're delicious. Uh, I should actually get going here because as a pod blast, I only have about 20 minutes. And while I don't think I have a lot to say, I want to make sure I get everything out because I'm about to go a little crazy. I'm going kooky crazy here, neighborhood, with my idea for this by the book Pontificast. Pod blast. You know why the WCW invasion failed? It was built around Buff Bagwell. And I'm sorry, Shannon Scott, at Love to Hulk Smash. I like Buff Bagwell too, but it was built around those sorts of guys. The WCW invasion of WWF in 2001 was not Sting and Goldberg and Ric Flair and all of those sorts of pieces. Um, it was kind of the middle guys, the Lance Storms, the Sean Stasiaks, the Chronics. Um, and it just wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work from the jump. And lots of people out there have hypothesized and fantasized about what it could have been. I don't want to do that right now. What I want to do is I want to talk about a different invasion um, that I'd like to see happen this Sunday. And it's it's a shot in the dark. I always live pie in the sky. This is pie in the upper, we're beyond the mesosphere, the troposphere, the stratosphere. We're, we're in orbit with this one. Um, because I believe the time is right for an NXT invasion. Here are the facts. Sunday, Survivor Series. Team Raw, Team SmackDown Live. Triple H is now a member of the Raw team. That is a fact. Maybe and probably 
just to set up Triple H versus Kurt Angle at some point down the road, but it's a fact. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn currently do not have a purpose at Survivor Series. This is also a fact. They are a major part of the SmackDown brand with nothing to do. This isn't the Hype Bros. This isn't Elias. This is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, whatever sort of behavior they've had. They have no role in WWE Survivor Series. Uh, what does that tell us? It tells us that, shockingly enough, despite the fact that there are two brands and five hours of television a week, there's not enough time to adequately deal with all of the talent that is currently had. The fans can't ever be happy because there's too many good wrestlers on too little actual wrestling shows. Also a fact. Another fact. NXT is perhaps, to quote uh, an infamous um, internet presence, NXT perhaps is the best it's ever been. Uh, the roster is deep, 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 as evidenced by the fact that they've got uh, NXT TakeOver War Games, which has a great card and could potentially steal the show this weekend. That is also a fact. So here's, taking those facts along with some others into consideration, here is my hypothesis to you. If Triple H, if Paul Levesque is serious that NXT is truly the third brand of WWE, the invasion has to happen on Sunday. And here's how I see it looking. The Raw SmackDown 5-on-5 match, clearly going to be the main event. Clearly going to be the main event. Um, is interrupted. Pardon me while I interrupt to drink water. Is interrupted by Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. And if you want to make the title mean something, throw in champion Drew McIntyre. Although he might not be the champion. There's a chance Andrade Almas is actually going to win this title, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. Um, they show up, and they help Triple H take out everybody else. They literally take over a WWE show. If you wanted to go deeper... These invasions that we've seen between Raw and SmackDown have gone deeper. Apollo Crews was there for reasons. He looks good in a red shirt, I guess. Uh, you've got Almas, you've got McIntyre, Lars Sullivan, Sanity, Ember Moon, Kyrie Zane, the iconic duo of Peyton and Billy. Throw them all in there if you wanted to go deeper. And they take over the show. That's how this would need to go. A WWE pay-per-view ends with NXT superstars standing over broken, fallen WWE bodies. Why does it have to be Triple H? He is not the general manager of NXT. William Regal is. Well, I love William Regal. You know I love William Regal. It can't be William Regal. Uh, as good of a heel as William Regal has been, and I would submit he is an all-time heel, 
it, he can't do it. This is not the role for him to fill. He's both gotten so good at being a, a baby face. It, it's just not going to work. You need an authority figure with legit power. It needs to be McMahon versus McMahon versus the McMahon-in-law. That's the only way this is going to work. It's got to be those three. Why Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? NXT needs top stars. People love Adam Cole. We'll get to that. But WWE, in order for WWE casual fans to take this seriously, there needs to be guys on this brand that we recognize. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, it's a picture-perfect thing. Whether or not they got actually sent home, I don't know. They didn't mention it, of course. I you know I didn't even hear about an apology. Uh, I don't know what happened, but the the opportunity is right there. They were disenfranchised. They got sent home by SmackDown. They've not enjoyed Raw. There's the opportunity, and you're going to need other guys. It can't just be NXT guys. So don't be surprised. And again, if this pie in the sky, out in outer space thing were to happen. Don't be surprised if Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe, Rusev, Jason Jordan, any other group of people joins this invasion. It's got to have guys. You know, the NWO worked uh, at least for a while because you never knew who was going to be a member. And yes, it probably would have been better if it was all former WWE guys, but regardless. You've got guys who either were more successful in NXT than they are in WWE. Bobby Roode. Shinsuke. Doubt it would be Shinsuke, but don't sleep on it. <clears throat> it needs to be Hunter guys. Rusev. Samoa Joe. Or it needs to be guys that have been floundering on the main roster. Jason Jordan. And I understand Hunter pedigreed him on Raw, but... Who cares? You can justify that. Uh, you need to be guys that you believe would buy into Triple H offering them an actual opportunity. Breezango, just off the top of my head, would also work. And at least at least Tyler Breeze would. Um, why Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Drew McIntyre? You need the indie names with indie cred. Adam Cole is, I believe, a three-time Ring of Honor champion. Red Dragon is one of the elite tag teams of the last decade. Drew Galloway left WWE, made a serious name for himself on the independent circuit. Andrade Almas has the Japan, the Mexico, the international cachet to go with this. It can't, you can't do it with No Way Jose, a.k.a. Buff Bagwell. That's not a real great comparison, but it's what I went with. No Way Jose would be Disco Inferno, I suppose. Um, you need the big-time names. And, and why does it have to happen right now? Because it won't work any other time. The only other time it would have worked is when it was Owens and Balor and Hideo. Speaking of which, Hideo could be part of this too. Everyone remember Hideo with Tommy? Where did he go again? Is he hurt again? Anyways, that's not here. It, it won't work again. NXT right now. More water. Hold on. Feeling a little rushed. Feeling like I got to talk like the Micro Machines guy. Uh, NXT won't get bigger than this. You've got Adam Cole, Drew McIntyre, Sanity. <clears throat> You've got all of these these huge pieces. Who else is going to show up? Uh, I'm sorry, but Okada and Tanahashi are not going to walk through the doors of Full Sail University. They're just not. Um, the Bullet Club 
in full force is not going to show up. If these guys show up, they're going to go directly to WWE. Um, this is the biggest group of talent they're going to have. You know what? They're not, they're not going to sign King Cuerno. They're not going to sign, uh, insert your indie darling, Jeff Cobb, Matt Riddle, any of those guys, great acquisitions, and they might wind up signing them, but they're not going to have the name recognition that Adam Cole Bay Bay does. Um, And why does it have to happen now? Because WWE wins. Yeah, Chris Jericho is going to wrestle Kenny Omega. That's great. Kevin Owens, Triple H, and Adam Cole just took over WWE. We win. NXT just took over. All of these indie darlings from the last decade just stood tall over Roman Reigns. We win. Sorry, Jericho. Sorry, Omega. Sorry, Lucha Underground Season 4. Sorry, Wrestle Kingdom. We win. Um... So this is what it, this is what's got to happen. It's got to be now. If it's not going to happen now, it's never going to happen. And you know what? I understand it's probably never going to happen. But I'd like to believe that it could. I'd like to believe that it could happen. And then what happens? Once NXT takes over Survivor Series, do they just go back to Wednesdays? No. They've got to take over permanently for a while. There's got to be a couple of months where NXT is the show. And WWE's trying to fight back and the McMahon siblings have to kind of unite a little bit because Triple H and his gang, you know, Triple H has the key to the arena, so to speak. He's going to be able to let you in. It's not like an invasion like the NWO where you're like, how did they keep getting into the building? You need the Eric Bischoff to be the gatekeeper. Triple H is that character. Triple H is the guy who can talk to the WWE wrestlers, maybe like the Hype Bros, maybe like Rusev, maybe like, insert name here, of talent, and say, Sasha Banks, didn't even mention her before, but Sasha Banks, Bailey, you're going nowhere, kid. I made you a superstar. You went up to work with Stephanie or Vince or Shane, and you're going nowhere. Come back to me. Obviously, I can make you that star again. Come back to us. That's what happens. We watch as all of these pieces are in the air. All of these puzzle pieces are in play. Where are they going to wind up? You don't know. And what are the NXT people fighting for? What are they after? Being an equal brand. They just want a fair shot. A chance to shine. Maybe they want part of Raw. Raw doesn't need to be three hours. Let them be legitimate. Raw doesn't do well at three hours. We want an hour of Raw to go with our hour of NXT. We want two hours of NXT on the WWE Network. We want to be on TV like Raw and SmackDown Live. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they're after. They have to be after something. They can't just be attacking people to attack. But they have to want something. But it really doesn't matter what it is they actually want. Um, Especially... If they have some help, because I just listed a bunch of guys. And if you go into the WWE and start pulling pieces, the talents there, but we've not talked about 205 Live or the United Kingdom Championship or the Mae Young Classic, three tournaments who arguably are Triple H's baby. I think many people assume that what happens on the network with these kind of things, that's Triple H's. Triple H was the guy posing with Pete Dunne. Triple H was the guy posing with TJ Perkins. I'm assuming 
Triple H was one of the guys posing with Kyrie Zane. So let me paint a picture as we get near the end here. Let me paint a picture. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Adam Cole, Red Dragon, Drew McIntyre, Andrade Almas, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Cedric Alexander, Jack Gallagher, Kyrie Zayn, Ember Moon, Sanity, The Authors of Pain. Not to mention the WWE guys, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Jason Jordan. Not to mention what happens to any future talents. Ricochet and Tessa Blanchard, for example. They're coming. You know they're coming. They're coming. And it won't happen probably till 2018, but now, well, where are they going to go? Again, puzzle pieces. Suspense. Not sure what's happening. When wrestling is unpredictable, that's best. Smart man said that. It's all about the future. I want to paint a picture of the future. I want to paint a picture of the future. I want a future for developmental wrestling in the WWE system. Because NXT, while it's done a better job recently, if you look at the War Games card, there's more homegrown guys. But NXT, as it currently operates, is a bad developmental system because Adam Cole is going to take that main event slot and Drew McIntyre is going to take that main event slot and Andrade Almas is going to take that main event slot. So what happens to your guys who aren't big names in the indies beforehand? Lars Sullivan might get a shot sometime, but he might not. And there's others, there's plenty of others like that. You need a developmental show. And yes, I'm now talking about a fourth brand, but it's actually developmental. It's guys like Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss that and um, Street Profits. Guys that we we haven't heard of outside of WWE who actually get a chance to impress us without having to fight uphill against Red Dragon and Killian Dane and all of those folks. I'm thinking of the future of a superstar shakeup where now there's three brands and people can go everywhere. I'm thinking of the future of takeovers. Yeah, it's going to be more pay-per-views. I'm envisioning a world where there might be, in a six-month period, 15 pay-per-views or 18 pay-per-views. But are you really going to complain about that if it works out the way I'm talking? I'm thinking about a future for talent where there's more opportunity for talents to shine. Rusev, Bludgeon Brothers, Dolph Ziggler, Chad Gable, all of these guys who might not get a shot on Raw or SmackDown. All of a sudden, a third brand puts everything up into the air. I'm talking about the future of WWE. It's already super bright. 2017 wrestling is crazy pants. But couldn't this make it just a little bit brighter? I'm DC Matthews. At the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me on this By the Book Pontificast Podblast. Let me know your thoughts. Should it happen? Could it happen? Will it happen? See you around the neighborhood.